Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. How to save money. How to reduce the spending and save more money to reduce your debt or increase savings. First, must identify that there is a spending problem and then find ways to solve this problem. So how you know if you have a spending problem? Most people will say, well, you got three or four credit cards charge up to the limit. You probably have a spending problem, but maybe not. Maybe you came upon hard times and you lived off your credit cards for a while and and been unable to pay them off or pay them down. Look around your home. Do you have a lot of stuff sitting on the tables? Do you have stuff sitting on the floors? If you seem to have a lot of clutter that you never throw away, perhaps you're not a hoarder, but maybe you're having a spending problem. Maybe you're buying the same thing twice and don't even realize it. Maybe you already have that item, but you didn't keep track of it. You're not organized. You don't really know what you have. You forgot that you bought it a few months ago and you buy it again. So by keeping your stuff organized, your clothes, your knickknacks, your food, Everything in your house, everything in your life, you got to organize it. Like for food, put all your canned goods together, put all your box goods together in your refrigerator, keep it organized because later on, we're going to talk about how to save money when you go to the grocery store. So the more organized you have your life, Whether it's your food items, whether it's your clothes, whether it's your portraits in the bathroom, (laughs) I'm trying to say, extra supplies you might have bought because they were on sale. And we're going to talk about that later. And you're taking advantage of sales and you're buying more stuff in bulk. Are you keeping it organized? Do you know that you have 30 days worth of toilet paper or maybe it's 90 days worth of toilet paper? So the next time it's on sale, maybe you don't have to buy anymore. That's how you save money. The want you to do is create a challenge for yourself. Only spend money on needs and do not spend any money at all on wants. Needs are housing and everything related to it. So whether you rent or buying a home, it's the house where you live, plus utilities, which includes gas, electric, water, sewer, trash, internet, cable, anything that's connected to that home that you have pay for on a monthly basis. That's needs. Transportation, automobile, which includes insurance, gas payment, loan payment, repairs, parking, 
all those type expenses related to transportation. Even if you take the bus, that's transportation, bus pass, whatever. Instead of paying for your bus on a daily basis, buy a monthly pass. It's generally cheaper if you ride it on a, on a regular basis. Food. Food is a big place where you can save some money. So if you go out and eat at restaurants four or five times a week, you got to quit doing that. If you're trying to save money, whether it's to pay off debt or increase your savings for whatever the reason, you need to quit going out to eat often. Maybe once a week, once a month, reward yourself. And you go to the grocery store and buy food and learn how to cook. If you don't know how to cook, it's easy to learn. You got YouTube, you got cookbooks. It's not difficult. I can do it. And only buy those items. And the fourth need is clothes. But only buy clothes that you absolutely need. And this is where being organized will help you. If you have your closet organized, you know how many shirts you have, how many blouses you have, how many slacks you have, how many jeans you have, how many pairs of shoes, what type of shoes, brown, black, whatever. For your women, it's a lot more complicated. So if you're organized and know what you already have, And keep it. Keep it until it either no longer fits or you wear it out and then get rid of it. If you wear it out, is it truly wore out or maybe you just lost a button off a shirt? Well, you can put another button on the shirt fairly inexpensive. You can repair it by sewing a new button on. And if the button doesn't match, you take a button from where you can't see it and move it to where you can see it, if that's where it got lost, and put the one that don't match down where you cannot see it. Simple solution. If you got a little hole, do the same thing, sew it up. And you need to be frugal when you buy your clothes. So instead of buying name brand clothes at full price or even on sale, because sometimes sales are not really a sale, you got to know the prices of what you're buying. And a sale, it may be not a sale. And the buy one, get one, maybe is not a, such a good deal. So you got to be aware of your sale and how much money you're spending at all times. So you repair your clothes, you try to buy clothes on sale, uh, reduce prices, or you can go to a charitable thrift shop and try to find what you're looking for at a reduced price. You got to save money for whatever reason and don't be too proud. Going to a thrift store is not that bad. It's an eagle thing, ego thing that you have to get over if you want to be successful you want to have a truly better life without debt then you have to take steps to minimize your spending and one way to do it 
for something that you need is to buy it at a lower prices and going wherever you can to find it at a lower price. So do yourself a challenge. Only buy things in those four categories. Only pay for things in those four categories. It also is going to help you to have a budget. If you follow my podcast, you know that if you're tracking all your spending, whether it's on a credit card, your checking account, or by cash, you're tracking your spending, you know how much you're spending in each category, you set yourself up a budget, you can control it. You can see where you're spending your money and you can control it. You can, once you know, you see where it's going, you can then try to control your spending. Because if you have a spending problem, whether it's impulse buying or buying things on sale, even though you don't really need it, how much money have you saved? If you've got something on sale and it's a good deal, do you really need it? If you don't really need it, you didn't save any money, you wasted money. So, well, we have to come in with some rules. Put yourself on a rule. The first thing is you're going to do 30 days and you're only going to pay for things you need, which is in those four categories, housing, transportation, food, clothing. And your clothing, you, you can really cut back on. Food, we're going to talk about how to save at the grocery store. Transportation. You put yourself on a budget and try to limit your trips. Try to put all your trips together. Don't make five trips to get five things. Make one trip to get all five things. Plan what you're doing and try to save money on gasoline. I know price of gas is going up, but if you're wasteful and just driving around when you don't have to, you're just wasting money. Also, housing. You can save a bunch of money by getting rid of cable. I know in my show notes and link, it says bundle your cable and your internet. As far as I'm concerned, you only should have be paying for internet. You need to use your internet service to the fullest extent. And you can do that by streaming all 100% of your TV. How much will you save if you cut out your cable TV and stream it? Here's a rule of thumb you must follow. Do not have more than two streaming service at any one time. So give you an example. Maybe you are a sports fan and you watch football. But you don't watch any baseball in the summertime. You watch very little sports in the summertime. Maybe you occasionally watch NASCAR or auto racing, but it's on free TV over the air. So what you do is in football season, you subscribe to the streaming service where you can watch your football games. But you don't subscribe to a movie channel. In the summertime, you get you cut off the subscription for the football and you subscribe to a movie channel. You watch all the movies during the summertime when you're home with nothing better to do 
And within three to four months, you've probably seen all the movies on the movie channels. Then you cancel that subscription and you do a different streaming service. Your goal is never to have more than two streaming service at any one time and rotate them around. That's important. Very good way to save money. Cell phone. If you have a landline at home and you got cell phones, everybody in the family, get rid of the landline. Why do you have a landline? Probably nobody's calling you on it. Get rid of the landline, you'll save some money. Cell phone service. Look around every six months. Compare your plan to what's out there. You should be able to get 100% data, 100% texting, and 100% everything. (laughs) data, texting, and voice at a lower price than what you're currently paying. Look for services where you can do that. But you cannot change services if you're buying a phone through your current service. So you want to try to buy a cell phone, a smartphone, and pay cash for it and have it unlocked so that you can subscribe to any service and you can move around every year, every couple years to keep your costs down because they always are offering lower price subscriptions for cell phones. And it's generally getting cheaper as we go. So that's cable, that's cell phone. Utilities. Your thermostat, if you live in the northern region where it's cold out in the winter, don't set your thermostat on 72. Put it down on 66, 67. And wear a sweater or a sweatshirt to stay warm. And if you're sitting watching TV, have a blanket. Don't pay utilities. There's two things that I never like paying. Taxes was the first one and utilities, the second one. And you can't avoid either or either one of those. So if you're in the wintertime, set your heat down low, maybe 68, 66, you'll save money. In the summertime, if you're running the AC, in the intermediate months when it's nice out, open up your windows, get some fresh air, and don't pay for any heating or cooling. Save some money. And when it gets hot out and you run the AC, don't run it on 72 or 74. Set it on 78. And when if you're not home, there's nobody home in the afternoon or all day, set it up to 80. That's where a programmable thermostat is well worth the money. You go to work and you're gone from 9 a.m. in the morning and the first person gets home about 4.30. So you program the thermostat at 9 o'clock. You let the temperature raise up to 80. And then at about 4, you program it to bring it down 2 degrees. And you let it there. And then late at night, 9, 10 o'clock, after it's dark outside and it's cooling off, then I set my thermostat down to 74 cool the house down when it's not high rates of electric and it's cool out it's much easier to cool the house now get it cold and 
then when it nine o'clock in the morning, you let it raise, it's going to be comfortable in that house till at least two or three o'clock. And if there's nobody there, what does it matter? It really don't matter. That's how you save on your electric rates using air conditioning. The heat is kind of a little bit of a different story. You set it at one temperature and leave it alone. But get it as low as you can stand it. You don't want to freeze to death, but you don't want to be sweating when it's 20 degrees outside. So be reasonable. 66, 68 is a good place to set it. And you can save some significant amount of money on your utilities. Home insurance, well, the only thing you do there is bundle it with your auto insurance and you can get a cheaper cheaper rate both for your auto and your home. As far as transportation, if you ride the bus or public transportation by a monthly pass, generally that's going to be cheaper than paying for it every day and you don't have to search for change or money to have with you every day. As far as automobile, try to plan where you're going and make use of the automobile to the maximum. So if you're on your way to work, go straight to work. On the way home, if you have to go and pick something up, on your way home from work, stop and pick up those items. Say you stop at the pharmacy to pick up some meds, you go to the grocery store to pick up some groceries, and maybe you have to go to the dry cleaners. Do all that. Try to do it in as few trips as possible and shut the car off. Don't let it idle. Even in the wintertime when you're trying to scrape the windows and clean the windows off, don't start the car until you're ready to go. So no warming up the car because you don't need to do that. It'll warm up fast enough. And that's just a waste of fuel, gasoline in this particular case. Okay, groceries. How are you going to save money going to the grocery store? Well, the first thing you should do is plan all your meals out as much as possible. You do a survey of what you have. Remember earlier I said keep your food organized? You look to see what you need to make those meals for the week. Go there once a week, other than to buy bread or milk for those of you with children. Know what you need to all the ingredients for every meal. Do an inventory check. Make a list of things you need for that particular week. Only buy those things. Don't buy anything extra. Don't buy snacks. Don't buy cookies. Anything like that. Cut all that out of there. Not only will it help you lose weight, it also will help you save money. It'll make your wallet fat and your stomach skinny. So that's what you do. If you come home and you don't feel like cooking, frozen foods are a convenient way to uh, use to save money. But frozen entrees are more expensive than you making it yourself. So maybe you have time on Sunday. You can, when you make Sunday dinner, 
make triple the amount and then package it up, portion it out and eat what you need for Sunday. Take the extra amount and put it in the meals. Like maybe you made enough for three meals, put it enough in each container for one meal. So if there's two of you, put enough in one container for two of you to have one meal and freeze it. So when you come home on Wednesday, maybe you're tired and don't feel like cooking. You can pull it out of the freezer. You can thaw it in the microwave. You can heat it up in the microwave or the oven, whatever you want to do. Maybe warm up something else that's quick and easy. You have a meal ready and you don't have to buy those expensive frozen entrees or order a pizza in and have it delivered because that's another way to save money is don't get food delivered to your home. Those delivery services are very expensive because the restaurant has to mark up their prices because the delivery service has taken, I heard, 30%. Of the fee from the restaurant. So the restaurant's got to mark up the prices for their home delivery. Plus, you got to pay the delivery service. Plus, if you leave the driver a tip, it could cost you as much as twice as much as if then just going to the restaurant. So quit using delivery services for food. Also, quit buying drinks. I'm talking about bottled water, alcohol, coffee at coffee shops. Make your own coffee at home instead of going to a coffee shop. Bottled water, if you drink two or three bottles, say two bottles of waters a day, is bad for the environment because of the plastic container. Plus, you're spending a couple dollars a day just for water. Those costs add up quickly. So if you don't like drinking tap water, you're better off buying yourself a water filter, which I have in my home, and use that for your drinking water. Fill up your container and take it with you. And you'll, in the long run, will save a whole lot more money. Alcohol, cut it out. Cigarettes, cut it out. Get rid of all your bad habits. You're going to save more money. Maybe you say you can't do it. Maybe you say you don't want to do it. I'm just telling you, if you don't do it, you'll save a lot of money, plain and simple. Remember, alcohol, cigarettes is a want, is not a need. So if you're doing the 30-day challenge and you're still smoking cigarettes or you're still drinking alcohol, you're not really making any progress because you still are paying for once i'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts if you want to contact me to request my spreadsheet for the budget or leave a comment or ask a question you can send it using my email reduce debt increase wealth at gmail.com reduce debt increase wealth is all together no spaces If you like to ask a question, put question in the subject. If you like to request my monthly budget, put that spreadsheet in the subject matter. If you want to leave a response of any kind, just put comment in the subject matter. 
I will get back to you as soon as possible. If you see a penny laying on the ground, do you stop and pick it up or you just keep on walking? I have always stopped and pick up any money I see laying on the ground. I see that as free money. But it also is a mindset. If you stop and pick up a penny and put it in your piggy, piggy bank, in my case, I use a mason jar because it's easier to get back out. And then once a month, once a quarter, you take that money. I roll my own quarters, put it that way. But every once in a while, you take the money and you put one of those machines and you get a voucher and you get 10 bucks, put that directly into your savings. It's not much, but it's gonna help you change your mindset. You're gonna start thinking every penny is important. So when you go to buy something, if you're looking for a toaster example, maybe it's a $10 toaster or a $20 toaster, which one are you gonna buy? Well, the first thing is, do you really need the toaster? Do you have a, a 30 hour rule, 24 hour rule, where you think about it, do I really need that item? Do I really want that item? Am I gonna use that item? Do I already have one that I forgot I have? Remember, organization in your home is help you save money. Organization of your food items will help you save money and it will save you time because you'll quickly look and know what you'll need to buy. And you only buy the items you need for one week and you keep your spending under control. So if you're gonna take the challenge, only pay for things you need and do not buy any once for 30 days. And then write down all the once in that 30 days that you thought you would need it, that you was gonna buy, but you put off because you're doing this challenge. And then at the end of 30 days, go back and look at your list. Do you, did you get by without it? Do you really still need it? Maybe not. That's money saved. Money that you do not spend is money that you have saved. And saving money on a sale, you did not save any money. Because if uh, something's on sale for 50% off, you still spent the other 50%. If you bought something you didn't need, you wasted your money. Spending is a mindset. Get everything under control by being organized, by having a budget, knowing what's coming out of your checking account at all times, knowing where your money is going, then try to reduce what you're buying. Try to do without for a little bit longer. Even if it's one day longer, put it off. Maybe you'll decide you don't need it. Maybe you'll find out you don't need it. Then that's money you save because you did not spend it.